When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You and Lindsay were dating when the show ended. Yeah. Did that in the moment feel like it was going to be you two together from that moment? <laughs> <laughs> no. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. And if you wanna watch this episode completely ad-free, completely uncensored, click the join button down below to become a member just like all these amazing people. Anyway. Hello, Daniel. Hey, what's up, man? Hello, Devin. Hi. Hello. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Anthony. Hi. You're sitting here because you were on one of the most successful Nickelodeon shows 16 years ago? Was that 16 years ago? What year is it? It's, <laughs> it's well, almost 20, 20 years ago. 23. Oh, when it, you start, it, you start it premiered, 20. It premiered in 2004. Why do you think the show resonated so much with people? Because it sounds like the way that resonated with people is in a sense the way that it resonated with you. Yeah. Um, it's because Scott Fellows, the man who created our show, is an incredible human being. And he set out to make a show that was not only funny for both the kids who were going to watch, but also the adults who he knew would be watching with them. And his wife, Michelle Fellows, also produced. So it's like this family thing. His kids are on set. And he just created this environment that was incredible. And then I'm... <laughs> I was going to say, Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay would probably talk some shit. But like, I'm also, I was the lead of the show. And I'm not like, I'm not diva-y. Like, we were there to have a good time. So like... Our show just had this environment. But that you were was Ned, so you were the star. Damn right it's, I was named Ned. after you, your character. You're damn right. <laughs> he really had a goal to speak to kids, you know, in a way that was not, you know, pretentious or speaking down to them and really show them that, hey, we understand that you are going through struggles that your parents might not uh, even value, but mm. we're gonna talk to you as if your problems matter. And we're gonna have this little kid, Ned Bigby, look directly into the camera <laughs> and address you, you know? So mm. I think people felt like there was an actual connection being made. Well, all I know is that I had the most fun of my life. It was the most pure acting experience that I've ever had. Um, I felt cared for and supported. And if it could have been that good for me, I can't imagine what like that output was able to what, what that was able to create for me to put out, you yeah. know? As a viewer, you pick up on what yeah. the, the person it, that you're watching his feelings. Yes, right? yes, and and that that good feeling just never stopped. Mm. That's the thing. Like, I mean, it was that energy throughout. There was never a big falling out with the cast. There was never drama mm. on the crew. Um, we were just a good fit of people. As an adult who can remain playful and then put all that you've learned and all of this cleverness sort of into a kid show, right? but you maintain and live that playfulness your whole life. Yeah. That's what he was, you know? And so that's what spilled over into the show. It was never too serious. It was never about anything other than the fun. So you were cast with these other two leading 
roles played by Devin and Lindsay. Yeah. And you connected with them, even though it was a, an arranged friendship. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, you did not get to choose your friends in that moment. Not in that moment. <laughs> you became friends with them. Yeah, man. Like, when things are arranged, you think about arranged marriages, you just, yeah. you're like, okay, something's like, bound to oh, go wrong. it's going to be no unhappy way. and someone's going to hate it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, but for us, we meshed. What I think really made it work is that the show was like a super slapstick show, right? Yeah. You're gonna have to throw yourself out there and make a fool of yourself. And you need three people who are okay with doing that. You know, not wear our emotions on our sleeves of, oh, I look stupid, I look stupid. It's like, oh, he went out there looking crazy as hell. Let me run out there and do the same thing, even do it bigger. And so it's like this tit for tat, like kind of challenge of continue express yourselves in the fullest with no type of judgment mm. ever. So I, I feel like we got to be very vulnerable in that sense around each other and that's why we have this kind of bond, you know? Do people scream net at you on the street? It happens. It's been a journey with it, man. Like, like what a blessing to book it. It was one of my first like pilot seasons in LA, title character on a great show with a great message, right? Like mm -hmm. incredible time. But it's been a it's been a journey with with it still being the biggest thing that people know me from. I've tried to move on, but the world won't let me. <laughs> so you, what, you just had to accept it? Kind of, yeah, yeah, man. Like the universe won't let me. And I've gone in and out of phases of being like, nah, I'm, I'm like moving on from that. You're like, I'm Devin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the good news is Ned's was so positive mm -hmm. and it's like in people's hearts and souls. So I've never been I've never been like a dick about it because yeah. what I the only thing I receive from people is love about it. It's like mm. you were my childhood. So all I get back to me is love, but in my own pursuits, you think you think I only want to be known for the thing I did 20 years ago? Like, you think as an artist, like, I'm stoked that everyone knows me from this one thing? Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's, that's never happened to me either. <laughs> you get it. There's identity I issues. It. I do get in it. My, in my most, uh, you know, solitude moments, I'm like, Will I only be Ned forever? <laughs> I feel like I feel like coming around to embrace it and love that part of my past, though, has allowed me to grow in a in a strange way, like accepting and even you know, just appreciating everything that my past was for what it was and the way that you know creating Smosh impacted so many people yeah. in such a positive way. I've yeah. never heard anything but positive ways that it's impacted people. It's like I can't I can't, can't. deny that it was such a an important part of so many people's lives in my own. Absolutely. For a long time, Ned's was so great. It was such a positive experience, mm. um, but it also felt like really far away. It felt like way in the past, and it felt like all the success and magic was back there too. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to forge ahead and find this new level of success and magic, but I kind of wasn't. You mentioned that you were trying to distance yourself from Cookie for a while. Oh yeah, just the, the kind of nerdy character, yeah. Uh, didn't want to be like typecast. Um, also just humor. Like, you know, sometimes it, adults, we, uh, like we were talking about that childlike wonder. We're like, oh, I'm an adult now, so what are the things about myself that I have to crush and quell in order to, you know, continue to be big old bad adult man with a beard? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the I, bearded man mentality gets you every time. Every time, man. <laughs> so I had to check myself and say, "Hey, dude, you you love humor. You like life. There there are rough aspects of it, but life is good, and it's okay to embrace the goodness in life." And 
take things lightly, be lighthearted about things, and you don't lose anything about your, you know, your maturity just because you are choosing to uh, use fun, excitement, and joy as a tool to your own well-being. You and Lindsay were dating yeah. when the show ended. Yeah. So did that yeah. in the moment feel like it was gonna be you two together from that moment forward? Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> like. <laughs> No, because Wait, how old were you at the time? I was fifteen. Okay. So no, because okay. I'm not a fucking yeah, you're idiot. You're fifteen. Okay. Like, like she was my first love, and I think she would say the same. Like, it, it was a really big love. It was a really big relationship in my life. Three years on the show, Ned and Moe's, the characters are best friends, and by the end of the show, the the story plot starts being that they're like looking at each other and they start liking each other, and it literally happened. It happened so organically. Did like, it sync up the writing? Like literally, like <laughs> literally. Were you influenced by the writing, or is the writing influenced by you? Hey man. Or is the synchronicity hey, man. man? Hey brother, the chicken the or the universe. egg, brother. So yeah, when the show ended, we dated for like almost a year after the show ended, mm -hmm. and then both our hearts. We're broken. Both of them? Yep. At once? Yep. At one single moment? Our, uh, you know, over time, just <laughs> yeah. we, we broke both our hearts and then we didn't see each other for like a long, long time. And like Daniel and I stayed friends for a while after the show. I mean, beyond just Lindsay and Daniel, the, the entire cast, we were homies while the show was filming. And I'm still close with a lot of them, but for sure after the show ended, there was times where we stayed close but without that that organizing principle, you know? Yeah. And especially at that age, like 15, 16, 17, 18, like life just starts shifting for everybody and some people went to college and just, you know, geography started to change. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a fucking journey, man. What do you think it was that brought you guys back together? And why do you think that you welcomed it? Because there's so, many times that I felt like I need to distance myself from my past. My past is something like, I'm a different person now. I'm trying to grow. I'm not trying to stay stagnant and, yeah. you know, revisiting and building something up from my past. At many yeah. times to me felt like that would be a step backwards. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've always had love in my heart for Dev and Lindsay just th throughout whatever. We did take a break where we weren't seeing each other so much. More, more so Lindsay and I, because Devin and I, we we did a lot of partying together, like even in my like Zeke and Luther days. So we always found time to interact and Devin and Lindsay had, had like kind of like a little breakup or whatever, so. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't like I had to pick sides. It was just like Dev was like my my boy. We, we just always kind of just meshed a, like a whole a whole lot more mm. and had more things to relate on. But yeah, we, we all kind of took a break. So I hadn't seen Devin for like a couple years. It would just be like a, you know, a high and by here and there. like. Uh, in LA or something like that. But the love was always there. I feel like we had to go and, you know, explore things outside of Ned's Declassified, outside of being tied at the hip to these two figures, as much fun as, as it was being together. In life, you will have to grow apart from things. And if it's right, and if the universe wills it, you will find yourself coming back. So what was it about the, the 16 years? Were you able to identify anything? Any Were there any big things that happened to you during that time that helped you grow and become who you are? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I uh, So they, so let's say we all went on paths, right? Okay. And here's the fork in the road. Okay. 
Okay. And I just went boop. And you went like, opposite Bruh. direction? Oh gosh, yeah. Where did you go? I went um, into deep uh, addiction and depression and, you know, victim and drugs and alcohol. Um, and I was still working. Like I thought I was still living. I, th I thought that because I was working, it kind of like rubber stamped what I was doing. And um, yeah, I just kind of dragged myself through hell. And what is really strange about that is that they kind of chose different paths, you know, what people would call better, the right path or the path that wasn't so harmful. And it's strange because we come out and we kind of have the same bevy of knowledge. You went through that period of escaping emotions, of feeling like the emotions weren't things that could be looked at, they should be covered up more, those walls blocking them off should become thicker and thicker, you should distance yourself from them. And from the outside perspective, you were, you were being successful, you were being an actor, you were doing all the things that from the outside and maybe even on the inside you felt like you should be doing. Mm -hmm. But the whole time you were escaping something? Mm, yeah, um, just running at full speed, man. Um, and really making a spectacle of myself while I did it. There was a lot, a lot of shame uh, tied up in that. And what I realized is I was equating humility with humiliation, you know? And um, there was just this, this horrible anger that I could not let go of. And it brought so much shame, which like I loved living in, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, just getting sober and like, you know, and I've been, I've been sober for like a year and 10 months now. And mm, just that whole, thank yeah. you, just that whole five years of journey, like up until then, I just kept learning things on and off. What did you learn about yourself? <sighs> I learned that I wasn't so bad. Just as you? Yeah, I really wasn't so bad. And I had this ability to choose a different narrative, that I had more autonomy than I was giving myself, that I had choices that could really affect my future and that I didn't need to be a people pleaser and that I was actually choosing going back to California instead of just being put there as a kid. I mean, every everything in your life leading up to a certain point were, were, were things that were chosen for you. Mm -hmm. You were cast in this thing, you were put placed with friends, your schedule was decided upon, yeah. everything was decided upon, and it was yeah. decided on by people making the, the decision to show you that your value was there in these things that mm -hmm. they saw. Mm -hmm. So when you didn't mm -hmm. have someone from the outside saying, you have value here, you have value here, do you feel like that's when you started to kind of have that identity crisis? Oh my gosh, yes. That was the problem, like, that's where I was getting my worth, but I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't do it anymore, man. What do you think the biggest thing was that you learned in your time away from Ned's Declassified and, you know, coming back together as a friend group? Was there any big life lesson or anything that you think helped make that friendship feel so much stronger now? We all became who we needed to while still keeping our inner child alive and and that's important as we grow up you know like there's a part of us that stays that innocent kid who was just passionate about things and just open to things each of us is bringing things to the table for this each of us is bringing all these years of experience that we had without each other 30s can be scary for some people, I think. Like, oh man, I'm getting fucking old. But now I'm like, oh no, it's growing up is cool, man, because 
have more uh, wisdom. That's why we need a, you know, a Ned's Declassified Adulthood Survival Guide. That's true. A lot of people would learn a lot of things. This is huh? just one little tiny snippet of what you would get when, when, when. But instead of that, we're doing a seminar. Sign when up you now. $39.99 to go to my seminar. I will be doing a tour around the world. I'd virtually. I, virtually around the on world. Zoom. On Zoom, yeah. Because I'm not leaving. No, right? no, no. But I'm still going to get $30 work. per person. It's oh, yeah. be at least 1,000 people per seminar. Oh, of course. And that's why you have to have the ups and the downs. And none of us survive this life without some grief, without some trauma. None of us are going to get through it without those times. You have to feel them too. Um, that's a good tagline for Ned's adult declassified. Is, uh, is trauma? <laughs> I've, yeah. Come get traumatized with us. <laughs> I think you said Only you don't, on Paramount Plus. <laughs> you said I, you don't survive. Oh, you so, don't survive. You did throw a survive in there. I did. I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes. You don't survive without it. No. Yes. True. Yes. 2021, I got the gang together to pitch a reboot. There were problems I was try, trying to solve in my my life. Uh, like what? Where's my fucking career? Why do I have no money? But why does an entire generation of people know me? <laughs> Fuck it, let's make a reboot. <laughs> right, you could combine all of those things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it literally was the solution to all my problems. After wanting to not be Ned for the rest of my life, it actually started to come back around of like, well, maybe I do embrace this thing mm -hmm. because it's beautiful. And we can make a show about adults, about your 20s. We could talk to the same audience about surviving your 20s, which is like a, a rough time. Lots to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a kid, you think that the rough times are in your teen years, and then you got to figure it out Figure it out once you're 18. You're like, foolish. Your life is figured out for you. You go to college. Yeah, and then you get you're the job, and you get married, and you have kids, and then you die. Turns out all those kid problems, <laughs> foolish. They're kid problems. Looking back on it now, you <laughs> think those are simple. Simple. <laughs> simple. <laughs> Life got so much more complicated. Um, but yeah, so the Ned's reboot was like the solution, I guess. And we pitched it in the summer of 2021. And uh, the studio said, great idea. No. <laughs> Once Devin and I got together to write a reboot, that's a, initially what we did. We got together to write a and reboot. you were going to be writers on that. Yeah, we yeah. I mean, we yeah. We wrote a script that we ended up filming. I used uh, some of my team to shoot a like a pilot-esque type thing. <laughs> but uh, but it was great just working with him again. I was like, yo, the, the chemistry we have is something special. There are a lot of people out there. There's a vast portion of the population that wants to see us interacting. It, it feels good on the screen and even off the screen, bro. Like, whatever you want to do, dog, let's do it. So, you know, I was just open to continuing to create with someone who I felt, um, who I felt I built my knack for humor with my specific kind of corner of of the comedic world I built with Devin Werkheiser and mm. Lindsay Shaw. And so my interpretation of the world is like, it's in line with with these these guys. So I'm just okay with creating because I feel like it is something that will be successful just because it feels right. So even though you're going back and revisiting your, your roots, it is still a step forward in your journey. Yes, yes. I, I don't think there's ever anything wrong with acknowledging your strengths or even your angles. Uh, so we have this huge fan base for this show that enjoys our chemistry. 
why not utilize them? There, there is the idea that, oh, this, this is going backwards. If I'm looking at these endeavors as solely work-related or career-related, but it's like, no, this is just kind of life and it's the universe. I'm gonna let the universe talk to me, you know, and let's, uh, let's see this thing on through. If we wanna revisit this stuff, let's do it and let's try to amplify our impact. Did you feel something drawing you to reconnect with Devin and Daniel? Did you feel something bringing you back? Definitely, so they were in my orbit. I hit Devin up right when I got back out here and we hung out a little bit. Then I went on Christy's podcast and she kind of mentioned this idea to us and it just, I, 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 just like the first time with the show, it kind of just went zoop. We were all down for it. We were all in the right energy, headspace. We wanted it. Um, and so, yeah, there was definitely a magnetic thing pulling us together. Like, I felt like the universe gave me a chance to be like, hey, Dev, hey, Daniel, and now come back, you know what I mean? And have my, like, my moment with, with each of them to, like, check back in after the 16 years. And then I feel like I got to, like, I don't know, get on my feet with Daniel and see Dev and then have this opportunity to come back and not feel so, like, I, when I thought of them before, I would look them up when I was in Arizona, you know yeah. what I mean? And I was just like, God, they did it right. And uh... I did this and they're still friends and God, like it was awful. And then reconnecting with them and they just, they embraced me. There was no shame there. Like they didn't, they didn't see me as anything other than this like person that they loved, you know? And that they had shared this time and experience with. And I myself was finally able to like move past that shame and, and feel like I was equal with them again and feel like not so, so terrible for my choices. What do you think that they bring that's unique to the to the table? Dev brings this dedication and curiosity and I see him as somebody who is very consistent that he always puts um, this work ethic, this incredible work ethic to at the forefront of what he does. And then Daniel, <laughs> Brings the swag. <laughs> no, Daniel brings this um, maturity, this um, detachment that isn't that isn't harsh. He's just detached in this way that is um, it's not so serious. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not that serious and not in a bad way. He's just detached from the problem and trying, he's so solution oriented. Mm. And that's what I love about Daniel. He's super solution oriented. He's fun and jovial to be around and he notices things. Dev, for sure, let's start with him. Okay. First off, just great humor. The, the guy knows how to break the ice on any topic. There's nothing that's gonna be too tense with Devin. And also he is determined. He will kick down a door. If he says, hey, this is the objective that we've set, He's going to he's going to run through that uh, that gate or whatever is the um, object in front and say, hey, we said we're going to do this. We have to have integrity and follow through. So he's a guy with, su with huge follow through. Lindsay is like this, not even wild card. She's just she's a big energy that, um, <laughs> that, that, that I don't know. You just love to have around first off because it, for the fans. I think she just has this unique humor and way to put things that just, I don't know, it's, it's exciting and at the same time, enlightening. Question. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Did you know that hydrating is super important, even if you're not running a marathon? That's right, new studies have actually concluded that water is good for everyone, not just athletes. I know, I was shocked as well. Now, this might come as even more of a surprise, but I am not a high-performance athlete. I know. Despite this incredible physique, I'm just a regular guy who puts on his pants and rings one finger slash one leg at a time. Thankfully, Liquid IV does not discriminate and provides me with quick hydration for the common man or woman or anyone in between. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and now it's completely sugar-free. And yes, it still does hydrate two times faster than water alone, which is pretty incredible. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nation wide at Costco or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Padilla at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code Padilla at liquidiv.com. Now back to the world of Ned's Declassified. I'd love to know as a group, you know, what do you guys think this whole journey says about friendship? You guys worked hard on something. It, 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 in your childhood, you were children. You didn't even choose to be in the same room with each other. Mm -hmm. You were just there. You bonded over something similar. And then 16 years, you guys are apart. You come back together. What do you think that says about your guys's, your, your dynamic and your friendship? It reminds me how much it meant, like how much not just Ned's meant to me and that time, but that it was with you guys. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. I think that was kind of lost over time that, that Ned's was kind of this just big, general, great time, great memory. It became this big yeah. thing, mm -hmm. but it was great because, I mean, it was us spending all that time together in the schoolroom on set. Like, it was us having this experience together. And you guys, especially since, are the only people who understand this part of my life. Mm -hmm. um, and so coming back together, it's just been that beautiful reminder of like, Oh, Ned's wasn't just great generally, and because of Scott Fellows, it's great because I love these yeah. people, and we we created that great experience together. Mm. Mm. I think uh, for me, I think it's so we started in a super childlike and innocent place, right? And I'll, I think we were all actors there, like for the right reasons, and you know, and I mean, not kids being forced there, but yeah. it was this innocent, playful, heartfelt thing, right? We were so vulnerable, so silly, didn't worry about what we looked like. Mm -hmm. And then we, like, even if we didn't maintain it throughout that 16 years, it was like this, at least for me, it was this dormant seed that like has now sprouted again. Mm -hmm. And to still like be able to reach that resonance frequency, like feeling, inside um, is really special. And so I think true friendship will always have that little nugget there. And for wherever friends grow apart, there's always that that ability to come back together, forgive each other, or you know, just accept each other for where you, you're at, embrace each other. And um, yeah, still with that little childlike spirit, it's really special to maintain. Uh, yeah, friendship is a wonderful thing. Uh... <laughs> 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 it's hard to follow this up. Guys. That's the tagline. I'm just gonna cut Pretty that. Is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about these dudes. Um, but you, you know, uh, having shared goals with people who you feel like amplify your energy uh, is a really beautiful thing, and it can create amazing outcomes uh, that benefit you personally and also uh, other people. So you can have a great impact when you do find a solid circle of people to share goals with and um, 
operate at the optimal human level to reach those goals. So it's been great being vulnerable with these guys as kids and then even now in seeking uh, ways to be fulfilled. There's a certain vulnerability there, uh, but having the right people around, you can see it through. Mm -hmm. And you're not just making, you're not just reconnecting, you are making connections that you didn't have before. Yes. Yeah. We weren't maybe in a place to really generate those uh, yeah. connections. So yeah, it's been beautiful. Yeah. I think it's beautiful that our life experience has clarified the reflection of each other a little mm. bit. It's really interesting to know that like we went through those times and like somehow that made us more understanding of each other. It's just very human, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I kind of forgot because like I was so close with both of you. I kind of forgot like like on Ned's like, yeah, you guys were close, but like. No, you were. You were I was yeah. close with both of you. Daniel and was you like, guys like, were yep, a little. Oh, yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Always not even wanting to touch her. I was, was going to say, like, Daniel also used to hug like. like oh, yeah. He'd yeah. hug Lindsay yeah, like. Go. Oh, yeah, it was one arm. It was one arm. It was one arm. Yeah. Like, okay, Lindsay. He was a respectful young man. Yeah, I like forgot that that was there for you guys. So I love that you got. I love that you straight up protect him when he doesn't even need it. That mirror metaphor you just used. I think that's so great because you guys do it's it's like looking into a mirror from my youth though you know mm -hmm. yeah uh, mm -hmm. so I, it's it's great seeing mm -hmm. these guys around me yeah as we're traversing yeah the world. and I yeah. just have to like I, I I really just have to go with like my friend is always like who just texted you or whatever it's like when when I'm when I'm in conversation with the boys or like when there's something this smile comes <laughs> on my face and it's 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 there man it's just yeah. there it, it it brings a real joy when I'm editing these videos that I've been around and we've done and I'm just watching I'm just like yeah. these precious boys <laughs> you know and and it's just I, I, I it's, it's one of the most high-vibing places in my life. Like, I'm just so grateful. It's like a great lifeline to things that we want to become. First, I want to talk about time, okay? Okay. So we're going to get really philosophical, deep. Yeah, you got the mushrooms back there or what? <laughs> I've already been t I've already had a few. My man. Yeah. Me too. Yeah? In, okay. In my breakfast burrito. Nice. We're on the same this page. This is Los Angeles. Mm. I don't start my day without some mushrooms. No. Um, I got to get on a higher okay. level. No, I got to become my higher self. That's right. <laughs> which can only be achieved through substances. <laughs> Drugs does the body good. <laughs> oh, this oh, is God. not. I hope the kids are this not watching not this one. This is not what I thought we'd do. <laughs> um, 